0: Casting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, Talk, radio Show. Talk Show.
1: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This is a very special date, ladies and gentlemen. It is January the 6th. In the year of our Lord, 2024, this is hour one of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote promote God, family, and country through so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide, rejecting revolution, unless it's a Jesus revolution, then we're in. Actually, we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country, On the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. It is the, uh, I don't know what you call it, commemoration, celebration, consternation, (laughs) eerie, worrisome remembrance, whatever you want to call it, of January the 6th. Some say Insurrection Day. I reject that dishonest false narrative every literal week. We get more and more information showing how the government's just flat out been criminal in this it is absolutely a serious serious problem indeed ladies and gentlemen there is so much going on it's not even funny when it comes to uh the truth that's coming out about january the 6th i guess i might as well just dig right in first hour i'm by myself if you want to chime into the conversation 208-216-6100 That's 208-216-6100 if you want to chime in on your thoughts relating to some of the latest uh, updates regarding January the 6th. But we get more information every single week. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Uh, And we find that people have been prosecuted and convicted by the out-of-control belligerent rogue government. Uh, when they don't really have uh, evidence, without evidence, without due process, without, they just lie and deceive and withhold information. And and then people get convicted and then the information comes out that would literally change the game. I'm sure if an honest, fair, true, fully informed jury were able to look at this thing, it would be a different outcome. But not when the judge manipulates the jury, not when they withhold evidence, not when they, okay? So the Epoch Times marks third Anniversary of January 6th with their new documentary that just came out last night. So they've been doing a great job on this thing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they've got two documentaries, part one and part two, so far. Part one basically deals with uh, a lot of video that's come out and the cover up and the lies that the mainstream press in bed with the government has told. Okay. Glenn Beck has come out with information doing a great job speaking about this. Tucker Carlson has. The Epoch Times has. WND.com has the Gateway Pundit, Jim Hoft, over there doing a great job and was reported on it. Revolver Magazine has done a tremendous job on this. WND.com has done really some great work. Um, There's just good people doing a lot of good work, and I'm really, really proud of them. But the Epoch Times second uh, documentary, you know, uncovers some of the withheld information Uh, and, and a reality check, if you will, on what's really going on, all right? So you got, without evidence, clear intentional violations of due process by the government is what really the uptake of the whole second and first movies are. Let me say this again. Without evidence, clear intentional violations of due process. That's what we're talking about that's what the government is guilty of all right rogue government guilty of no due process without due process rogue government guilty of without due process and without evidence clear violations by your government The media just absolutely going for it. So let me tell you some of the things that are happening. To make my point, not only did the Epoch Times come out with their second documentary on this, not only have we seen more and more evidence coming out, The Blaze, Glenn Beck, many people doing some really, really great work, but now Capitol Police sued for $30 million for ambush for murder of Ashley Babbitt On January the 6th. Think about that now. Your government, well, your Capitol Police, right? Guilty, in my humble opinion. Now, I know they deserve due process, too. I get it. That's why they're sued for $30 million. For literally the ambush for the murder of Ashley Babbitt, that death did not need to happen. And the government uses that to make it sound like you had an absolute out-of-control mob. I agree there was some out-of-control portions, but it was all fostered by, fomented by, government agent provocateurs, which the government in court can't even tell you how many were there. All right. So there's an exclusive obtained by the Epoch Times. It says exclusive, previously undisclosed radio dispatch. So think about that previously undisclosed radio dispatch so they've had this the whole time and it took till now till we get it but it was obtained by the epoch times reveals this lieutenant birds actions after fatally striking or fatally striking mrs babbitt or miss babbitt after shooting ashley babbitt Capitol Police... Lieutenant made false radio report, ladies and gentlemen. That's why there's a lawsuit going on. Joseph M. Hanneman uh, is reporting this for the Epoch Times, okay? And they're basically saying, look, we have gotten out evidence that the government made it sound like there were gunshots being fired at them and, and submitted a false report over the radio, over their communications lines. They had Channel 1, Channel 2, or whatever, and this was made. And, And then later, this thug, this Mr. Bird, shot Ashley Babbitt in cold blood, murdered her. And then after that, he basically lied and put a false report in. He made a false radio report. Within a minute after firing, the fatal bullet that struck Ashley Babbitt, On January the 6th, 2021, three years ago today, he claimed that shots were being fired at him in the Speaker's lobby, okay? And he said that he was prepared to fire back. That's what the lawsuit alleges now. The point is, that's after he already murdered Ashley. So the timeline for the government does not stack up as the problem here, right? Michael Bird is the guy's name, and I think he literally murdered Ashley, got trigger-happy, murdered her, and then I think he went, oh, shoot, what have I done? And he announced then that he was taking fire. Well, it turns out, they say information is uh, uh, on the recording is contained in the lawsuit, Uh, and I guess the lawsuit was filed on January the 5th, so yesterday— by Miss Babbitt's uh, widower, Aaron Babbitt, of San Diego, California. Mr. Babbitt, um, I guess, backed up his lawsuit by Judicial Watch, seeking $30 million. So Judicial Watch helping Aaron Babbitt now. File this $30 million lawsuit against the Capitol Police because this clown murdered Ashley and then literally created a false report to cover it up, saying that he was taking fire. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, no shots were fired at Lieutenant Bird or his fellow officers, the lawsuit states. The only shot fired was the single shot fired by Mr. Bird, murdering Ashley. Lieutenant Byrd, by the way, was never charged or otherwise punished or disciplined for Ashley's homicide. The lawsuit concludes. Think about that for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. This is riveting. This, in my humble opinion, is huge because it gets to the heart of the problem. That's why it is so significant is it literally gets to the heart of what's going on, right? And all I can tell you as I look at this and I go, why are we dealing with this after all these people have been convicted? Why are we getting more and more information about this after the fact, if you will? That's the problem I'm having with all this. I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Do you know what is great about America? Ask an immigrant. Our highly skilled consultants are HIPAA certified and have 20 plus years of experience servicing medical clinics, billing and supply companies. We offer comprehensive endpoint protection, guarding your computers and servers against all stages of threats. And with our 24-7 monitoring services, you'll never worry about extensive downtime again. Ready to level up your IT support? Call 801-706-6980 today and discover how great IT services
1: can be with Managed IT Services.
2: In Message 1, we said that Satan, the father of lies, John 8.44, gave the left evil, spiritual power the more they used the lies. The political left today is the beast. Now, the Bible confirms that the dragon gave him the beast his power, Revelation 13.2. The extra-evil spiritual power that comes from the beast by their lying is what accounts for the string of the leftist criminals in the government that have never yet been prosecuted. It also explains why American capitalists support communism in the 21st century. Note 1. That behavior of capitalists was predicted by Vladimir Lenin, a cell of the beast. Note two, Henry Ford was a capitalist, and he would have never gone communist. The difference between Ford and the present day, end time capitalists, is that Ford was born and educated in the kingdom of Christ, 19th century America, the New Jerusalem, Revelation 21.
0: Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty
1: Roundtable Radio. All right, so the Epoch Times, EpochTimes.com, on the third anniversary of January the 6th today, releases their new documentary, Telling the Truth About What Happened on January the 6th, premiering tonight at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The Real Story of January 6th, Part 2. The Long Road Home documentary is what it's called. And you got really rogue government guilty of, without evidence, clear intentional violations of due process. Lies. Capitol Police now sued for $30 million by Aaron Babbitt over the murder of his wife, Ashley Babbitt. New evidence coming out where the Lieutenant bird who murdered Ashley lied. Yeah. Previously undisclosed radio dispatch shows within a minute after firing and murdering Ashley, he complained he was taking on incoming shots. Turns out in fact no shots were fired, says the lawsuit, except for the one shot that was used by Mr. Bird to murder Ashley. Yeah, Lieutenant Bird was never charged or penalized or punished or anything for his murderous actions. Well, I agree with that a hundred percent. It's a serious problem. Uh, You can check out Epoch TV and and watch this uh, tonight, or I'm sure it'll be available after the fact, hopefully in archived format for paying uh, subscribers to the Epoch Times. Uh, And, you know, you think, oh, I don't really need to pay. I don't want to watch it. Folks, you've got to fund this kind of stuff. I don't get a penny if you fund the Epoch Times in this regard. But I'm telling you, when people take the time to do these investigative details, it is not inexpensive. It is very expensive to carry out these... um, uh, investigations and then get all the documentation together and put the storyboard together and tell the story and get the clips and the cuts and, you know, get permission to use whatever and get the right people to deliver it and get the right host to understand what's happening and to deliver, put it all together and create a movie and a film about it's expensive stuff to get all that done. I mean, we're talking thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars of, of cost to get these things done. I'm going to take so many staff, people, and everything else to accomplish it. And at the end of the day, what are we finding out? We're finding out every time we turn around, literally every week, and I know I've repeated this over and over and over, but I really want to hammer this home for people to understand. I really want people to get it, okay? The government is out of control. Okay, why on the third anniversary, literally three years later, are we finding out the real story premiering by Epoch Times about what happened? With evidence that has been coming out over the last three years. With government attacking citizens left and right for virtually doing nothing. Jacob Chansley, for instance. They say, oh, this guy was the Q shaman. This guy's evil, a bad guy. He was literally guided through the Capitol by cops. Willingly showing him around. How do you think you're in the wrong when the cops are showing you around and being nice to you and acting like, hey, dude, how's it going, man? And. Then he finds out that Donald Trump sent a tweet out asking everybody to go home, be peaceful, remain peaceful, go home. And Jacob Chansley goes out on a megaphone literally outside and tells everybody, look, Donald Trump, our president, has given us direction, which is to peacefully disassemble, to go home. It's a request by your president. Please obey him. We are the party of law and order. And he goes on like this, and none of that comes out before Jacob Chansley's prosecution. We find that out after the fact. All right. Now we find out, look, they're talking about guilty without evidence. All of us, from Donald Trump all the way down to now they're even trying to tie me to the January 6th scandal. Claiming that somehow, because I interviewed Stuart Rhodes the day before on January the 5th of 2021, that somehow... Somehow I'm to blame or somehow I'm a problem. I don't really understand at all uh, the whole idea or the narrative or the whatever on this thing. But then the Capitol Police now getting sued for $30 million because they lied and got caught lying about shots. And then no charge by the lieutenant governor. No real charge to Ray Epps. Now they're talking about six months for this guy. All right, then they use this January 6th to say that Donald Trump committed an insurrection. He's never been tried. He's never been prosecuted. He's never had his day in court. He's never had a chance to face his accusers. They've never had a round of discovery because there's been no charges filed. And now they're running around saying you're an insurrectionist and you cannot be on the ballot. See, this January 6th is pivotal, folks. It is the ultimate showdown. Either we're right, and they're criminal, and rogue in their actions as government and media, or we're wrong, and they will have their way with us. That's really the quintessential reality. Why do I say that? Because Supreme Court now agrees to hear Colorado's attack on President Trump, Democrats' lawfare scheme, would have courts decide who will be the candidate on your ballot. WND.com, Bob Unra doing a great job reporting this one. Democrats across the country have been ramping up their attacks on Trump, now claiming that he was an insurrectionist because of the actions of others who rioted on January twenty six or January 6th, 2021, so they say he's ineligible to be elected, but let me get this straight. So he's an insurrectionist because of the actions of others, but he's never been charged with an insurrection. He's never been convicted of an insurrection. There's no due process and there's zero evidence that Donald Trump created an insurrection. In fact, there's ample evidence to the contrary. All right. Now I've got a problem with this. Whether you believe Donald's guilty or not, I don't know. And it doesn't matter to me because it isn't a matter of what your beliefs or opinions are. What matters are the facts in this case. And the facts are you cannot just say Donald Trump committed an insurrection without evidence, without proof, without filing charges, without convictions. Okay. You don't have any of those things. This is what I mean by without evidence. The evidence is to the contrary. You got Jacob Chansley on a bullhorn telling everybody the president tweeted out, go home, please do so. So not only do you have a tweet to that effect, but they eventually took down. So I mean, it's like 1984 on steroids. They took it down. So you got to know that it was there and have screenshots and prove that it was there. Uh, but then Jacob Chansley highlighting that it was there on video and now it's taken down. Who got Twitter to take that down and why? See, this is not only without evidence, but this is an effort and an action to manufacture evidence, right? Because a minute after he shot Ashley Babbitt, he comes on the radio and says, I'm taking incoming fire. That was all a lie, and he knew it was a lie. Manufacturing information or evidence. Uh, Taking down the tweet of Donald Trump saying, go home, be peaceful. And then Jacob Chansley literally mirroring that, literally on the ground to the crowd and then saying Jacob Chancellor is dangerous and he invaded the Capitol in an insurrection uh, on behalf of Donald Trump, that's a lie. Trump said go home. Jacob Chancellor said go home. The cops peacefully led Jacob Chancellor through this thing in the beginning. Now, I'm not a, I don't even know Jacob Chancellor personally. I'm not a friend of the Q Shaman or whatever, and I'm not really a friend of QAnon necessarily. I think there's some value in QAnon, but I also think uh, you better take it with a grain of salt because anybody who can act like they've got inside government information. Uh, Look, you don't have inside government information very long if they don't want you to be leaking it. You will be found out and stopped. Trust you me. They have ways to leak something wrong and discover who you are or whatever else. They'll feed, you know, 10 different stories to 10 different people. They'll watch which story leaks and then they know who, you know, the leaker is. There's easy ways to accomplish that, right? All I'm telling you is that, look, the government is manufacturing false evidence against us. This false narrative that Donald Trump is guilty of an insurrection. If you say he's guilty of an insurrection, I demand, and this is where I think Congress is derelict in their duty, and where I think the media is derelict in their duty. Why don't they demand if there is an insurrection? Then I need you to show proof transparent to the public. You are all willing to have the You know, impeachment hearings on Donald Trump or whatever else and all these other things supposedly broadcast to the media in an effort of transparency. Let's do real transparency now and say, hey, what evidence do you have that Donald Trump created an insurrection? Because the second you start putting up information showing that you think he did, I'll put up information showing evidence that he did not, such as the tweet. Why was that tweet taken down by Twitter? Why would they ever take down that Strong defense of peacefully go home. We want to follow our president, says Jacob Chansley. Why wouldn't they put that tweet up and the video of Chansley up and say, hey, this, along with his peaceful speech at the Capitol in the beginning, or I'm I'm sorry, his speech before they went to the Capitol, his speech talked about peaceful, go to the Capitol, peacefully do this. And then he literally asked everybody to go home in a tweet, trying to get the information out to the public. And we find out the government literally took down a lot of the communications. And now we found out that after they murdered Ashley Babbitt, they literally had this guy put false evidence onto the, quote, radio record. And then we find out they take the tweet down and, okay, this is a serious problem. And now the Supreme Court being forced to hear about this attack by Colorado on President Trump. With this false narrative, how can these court justices in the Colorado courts, or in the courts of Maine, or wherever else, how do these people claim seriously, with a straight face, how do they even claim that an insurrection was committed? There is no evidence, and more importantly, if there is evidence and it hasn't resulted in charges, and you got to ask the question, why not? If there really is evidence, why not charges? Democrats across the country are ratcheting up their attacks on Donald, including the Republicans now. Shame on, you heard me, shame on DeSantis, and I'll tell you why in a second. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Exposing corruption, informing citizens. Pursuing Liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
3: News. I'm Laura Winters. New this Saturday, we learned Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has been in the hospital since Monday and no one from the White House alerting the media or the public. Heavy criticism from reporters who cover the Pentagon. Austin reportedly being treated from complications following a minor elective medical procedure. Austin is 70 years old. Another handout to illegal aliens, a report from California that Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom will be giving free health care to another 750,000 illegals on top of the 1.1 already receiving it at taxpayer expense this comes as california is facing its biggest budget deficit ever one person killed 12 hurt after a bus crashes in upstate new york on a highway near lake george police say the bus rolled over detectives investigating the cause of the crash Pennsylvania Senator Democrat John Fetterman says he doesn't recognize his alma mater, Harvard, anymore. Fetterman speaking out about former Harvard President Claudine Gay, who was forced to step down after she refused to condemn anti-Semitism raging on campus. Fetterman in an interview saying, as an alum of Harvard, look, I graduated 25 years ago, and of course it was always a little pinko, but now I don't recognize it. In other news, a third batch of Jeffrey Epstein documents unsealed. The new public documents allege Epstein and his associates would target and troll nightclubs looking for teenage girls. Also, new details about Prince Andrew. His butler alleges he received daily massages at Epstein's home in Palm Beach, Florida. And we learn Epstein invoked the Fifth Amendment 500 times during a deposition in 2016. And he dodged questions about former President Bill Clinton and the Clinton Foundation. This is USA News.
5: Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not going to protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life.
0: Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. you got to turn up the audio there, by the way, Liz. Uh, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman on your radio, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. So I'm going over to these issues where, you know what, January 6th, it's the third anniversary right now, and the Epoch Times marks the third anniversary of January the 6th with a new documentary. It premieres tonight at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time, and it's called January 6th Part 2, The Long Road Home. And it really brings out new facts and information. Simultaneously with that, um, I'm saying the rogue government is, you know what, guilty. They're without evidence, without due process on all these people, including Trump. Okay, the Capitol Police sued for $30 million because, hey, they literally murdered Ashley Babbitt, no accountability, and they lied. Within a minute after firing and murdering Ashley, Mr. Byrd claims, hey, he's taking fire. That was a lie. He wasn't taking fire at all. In fact, no shots were fired at him or his fellow officers. All right, that's why I'm saying it was not an insurrection. This whole narrative has been created and manufactured by the government. Donald Trump tweeted, everybody go home. Why didn't you hear about that? Why did it get taken down? Why do you find out later that Jacob Chantley the QAnon shaman, or whatever the guy's nickname is, why did he go out there and tell everybody to go home if there was an insurrection? Why did Stuart Rhodes never enter the Capitol if there was an insurrection? Why did Stuart Rhodes say we're here to serve at the pleasure of the president? Why did they leave their guns on the other side of the river for an insurrection? And most importantly, why did the Secret Service lie and claim that they weren't working with Stuart Rhodes when now court case evidence proves they were? And now the Supreme Court? agrees to hear these attacks on Trump in the ballot because Trump's an insurrectionist. Democrats across the country have been claiming that Trump is an insurrectionist because of the actions of others. Well, I say shame on Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And let me tell you why. I don't believe in attacking my enemies, so to speak, and protecting my friends. I don't believe in that narrative. Okay, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I don't have an axe to grind. I don't have an agenda against one or the other or anything like that. All right. To me, it's principle based. And so this is why Ron is wrong. That's right. Ron DeSantis is wrong. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He suggested that because of the crisis Joe Biden created at the southern border by discontinuing Trump's security plans, It amounted to an insurrection, and so Biden's name should be taken off or be removed from the ballot. Now, let me explain the problem that I have with this. I agree with Ron DeSantis that the border leaks like a sieve, and really, it's criminal activity, and there's probably insurrectionist behavior behind all that. I agree with Ron on the point. Where I disagree with Ron is, again, if you have evidence then you file charges. You then take those charges and move towards prosecution. Right? And then due process happens. What does that mean? It means that even Joe Biden gets the right to say, no, this is what really happened and here's why. Joe Biden gets discovery. Uh, Ron DeSantis, if he's making these claims, gets discovery if he's the one filing the lawsuit. Or if he, you know, if others are on his behalf or whatever. But see, I support due process for even Joe Biden. So do I think Joe Biden's guilty? Personally, I do. But am I willing to take Joe off the ballot over this insurrectionist behavior related to the border or so-called? No, I am not. Because, again, I believe in due process of law. And it doesn't matter if you're Joe Biden, my, you know, the guy that I agree with virtually on nothing. I mean, I don't know what I agree with Joe Biden on, but I can't think of anything, okay? But I want due process for Joe because, look, you cannot let the sword slice in your direction and not realize that it's a double-edged sword. It will come back to slice you right back if you're not very careful indeed. Okay, these are the constitutional reality checks we need to double down on and understand, folks. Okay, first off, you shouldn't be trying it in federal court, in general court at, at all, OK, most crimes are not federal government issues. OK, you, you say Joe Biden committed a crime. Fine. Who's supposed to handle that? How is the process if Joe Biden's committing crimes and insurrections related to the border? How do you handle that? Well, Joe Biden, I mean, we can debate this all day long, but is pretty much the president of the United States, or at least he's acting as such. Whether he was duly elected or not, it's a different discussion. But the fact is, you're going to have to have Congress. Look, the House is going to have to impeach Joe. And then the Senate's going to have to do their part. And then they can decide if they're going to remove Joe from office. If they remove Joe from office and find that the uh, abuse is so egregious that it is insurrection behavior, then you can push for prosecution criminally for those actions by a man named Joe. Abusing the office of the president of the United States of America. POTUS abuse, if you will. Right. But you can't just say, hey. Because of the crisis Joe Biden created at the border, we're going to go ahead and take him off the ballot for insurrection. Now, you could say Ron's a little tongue-in-cheek, and he's doing this just to make the point. Okay, if that's the case, I go along. If your point is that you can't do that to Joe and your point is you can't do that to Donald either, then I get it. But the problem is, I mean, Ron DeSantis ratcheting up rhetoric against against Donald now, saying Donald's not even really strongly pro-life. And I hate to burst your bubble, Ron DeSantis, but you're on losing ground. Is Donald as pro-life as he should be? Absolutely not. You're right as rain. But he's done more for the pro-life issue than any other president in my lifetime. You cannot take that away from Donald. Okay, he got rid of the uh, the Mexico policy or whatever it was. Uh, he was the first president to speak to the pro-life groups and give them a nod of support. Um He promised to put Supreme Court justices in place that would overturn Roe v.ersus Wade. That got done. You can't take these pro-life steps from Donald as much as you want to. And this is, again, where I'm not here to praise Trump, and I'm not here to attack DeSantis. But I am here to call a spade a spade, and I am here to lay out the truth as I see it. And the truth as I see it is not like Ron's saying, and it's not like the Democrats are saying. All right? Listen to Vivek Ramaswamy on the point. If we want to talk about election integrity, that's what kicked off this whole discussion about January 6th and everything else is election integrity. We're saying, hey, the elections were were rigged. And they're saying, no, you guys are lying. There's no evidence. There's no truth to that. We deliver more and more and more evidence every day. Even True the Vote won their court case after a long, hard battle of lawfare, very expensive, won their case saying, look, there are problems with the voter rolls. And the judge basically said look you can't claim that you know anything about true the vote for trying to get to the bottom of voter roll integrity okay and, and so it's so nuanced in the media and so manipulated it's hard to get a handle on it and that's why you got to double down double back and focus on core principles and so when ronda santa says hey you know joe's not worthy to serve he's an insurrectionist because of the border fine File and press charges then. Let's let due process carry out, and let's have a transparent, fully informed jury, uh, and, and, and we'll start with that in the House, and then the Senate, and then we'll take action if it's criminally necessary, etc. cetera. Same thing with, with Donald. I want the truth. So some are saying, oh, we'll just go ahead and pardon the Donald. If you elect me, I'll pardon the Donald. I would not pardon Donald. I would honestly look at every case separately, one at a time, without media fanfare, without manipulation transparently get to the bottom of the facts in the case and if wrongdoing was done i would press charges against trump or donald or any of them i'm sorry against trump or biden or any of them all right now vivek ramaswamy highlighting more election integrity fraud And the reason that this is so important is because it's continuing. And this is the very issue that started this whole January 6th thing. Americans wanted to go to their Congress and peacefully say, we need you to look into the elections because there's a real problem in America where a lot of us believe, genuinely believe, that there is election integrity problems. There is an election integrity crisis in America. We believe this. You can say, well, without evidence, you're an idiot. You can say what you want to me. But I'm telling you that I believe this, and I believe that we've never been able to present our evidence, really, in courts. Really, it gets dismissed. Look at the, the state of Texas who filed lawsuits. They just got summarily dismissed and said, you don't even have any standing. Uh, Sydney Powell's lawsuits, they attacked her relentlessly, and at the end of the day, she just, you know, limped away and got just sm- smashed. They wouldn't let her bring her evidence forward. They just mocked her in the media and dismissed her and then threatened her. Um, Bar—I uh, don't know what you call it—her submission to the bar, her, um, you know, kick her out of the bar association or whatever it is, and all this kind of stuff. Okay. But Vivek says there's election problems right now on the ground in Iowa. Now you know that Vivek Ramaswamy, like or dislike the guy, has been barnstorming Iowa relentlessly for weeks now, and he's visited every county in Iowa twice. He's on the ground now telling you that the media is committing election fraud. They're manipulating the elections. I'll tell you how in seconds on the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live.
6: experience. experience
0: with news the networks refuse to use you are listening to the liberty roundtable radio talk show
1: all right back with you live ladies and gentlemen so i'm saying to you shame on all these people Shame on Ron DeSantis. Shame on your government. Shame on Joe Biden. (laughs) Vivek Ramaswamy blatantly claiming now election integrity issues on the ground in Iowa. Headline, Vivek Ramaswamy, quote, CNN is attempting to rig the Iowa GOP caucus. Censorship. Whoa. Cherry-picking polls and legal threats are just the mainstream media's latest tactics to prop up their favorite pick of the week. Or I guess pick of the month puppet is what he says. Pick of the month puppet. Vivek literally shredded the liberal media after one of its favorite claims. So these are two different stories here. First, he's saying, hey, I'm barnstorming Iowa. I've been to all counties in Iowa twice. Steve King endorsing Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek saying, hey, there's a ground game going on. You're going to be shocked on, you know, the first day of the uh, primaries. Last story one, CNN's committing fraud, and they're literally making up polls and manipulating and threatening and all this kind of stuff. They're literally playing election fraud here. But secondarily now, Vivek trashes the media a second time over this story. Vivek Ramaswamy shredded the liberal media after one of its favorite claims, which is that the military was infiltrated by white supremacists, right-wing white supremacists. Anyway, that whole narrative by the mainstream press collapsed. The Pentagon released its long-awaited, Report on quote domestic extremism in America in late December and found out listen, after finding or spending two years of taxpayer funded research on the topic and interviews with more than a hundred defense officials and experts, the government said the threat or the problem did not actually. Exist. The report was conducted by the Institute for Defense, and it analyzed the situation and found that if anything, the risk from widespread polarization and division in the ranks may be of greater risk than any few service members that may have these attitudes that they're complaining about. Ramaswamy slammed the media for running with the claim by the media for over two years, despite little to no evidence. Think about that. The media endlessly hyped stories about white supremacy and extremism within the ranks of the military for years was it true no they found out that it was non-existent and then folks they released the report the day after christmas and tried to pretend that it didn't happen vivek literally going crazy on this going have you lost your mind vivek's right on this folks but this is what we mean by committing election fraud False narratives, without evidence, no due process. That's what they claim we do, but it's a lie. I'm the guy on the radio right now going, Ron DeSantis, if you believe that Donald Trump is great, except for pro-life, because you were a supporter of Donald before you were against him and running against him for president, right, Ron? Just making sure because Donald helped you get elected too, Ron. You guys used to be friends, you know. But now, Ron DeSantis saying Joe Biden's guilty of an insurrection because of his actions on the border. Again, this is where I don't play games. If that's true, Ron, file charges. Somebody needs to file charges, and if those charges stick, you know, look. Now, if Congress won't impeach Joe, then you got a problem because while he's in Congress, or I'm sorry, while he's the president, he's got special protection. That's why you got to have Congress do their deeds first. But if there's evidence of actual insurrection insurrectionist behavior by the president which I believe there is, by the way. Don't misunderstand me. But if there is evidence, let's file the charges. Let's move forward and impeach Joe Biden over this issue. But until then, don't be suggesting we're going to keep anybody off the ballot. That's not the way you win or lose elections. That's election fraud. Okay? And this issue where, you know what, they're saying white supremacists are controlling the media. It isn't even true. The media endlessly hype stories about. White supremacy and extremism in the military? Was it true? No. It was a total joke with no basis in fact. In fact, the Biden administration had to admit that it was non-existent and release it right after Christmas, the day after Christmas, so not to make a big deal about it. What a disgrace that is, right? What a shame that is. But this is where I'm not lying. I'm telling you the truth. And I don't pick sides. That's why I'm for due process for Joe Biden too. I'm for due process for Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Stuart Rhodes, Ammon Bundy, Sam Bushman. Okay, anybody. The QAnon Shaman. I don't even know the guy. But look, this idea that the QAnon Shaman's begging people to go home, quoting a Trump from a tweet from Donald Trump, did that get played to the jury for Jacob Chansley? No. What about that the government, the Secret Service, was working with Stuart Rhodes? Did that come out in Stuart Rhodes' trial? What about, okay, I can keep going. What about government officials lying? Yeah, literally making up false narratives, claiming they were places, and creating stories about the way things went down. We find out it's a lie. How do we know? Because video shows the same guy that makes a story up about a certain location We have him on a timestamp in a different location at the very time he's claiming something else. And now CNN's attempting to rig the GOP caucuses in Iowa. And now we find out that the media literally hyped this anti-government or white supremacist or military extremist agenda in the U.S. military for years. Now, they've also been hyping this, saying that we the people at CSPOA... Or Oath Keepers or whatever that were infiltrating law enforcement, and it's dangerous. That's a lie, too. Anyway, enough of that this hour. Let me end on a good news piece, shall I? Because, man, you look at this and you just go, the government's just proving they're just rogue, agent, government, out of control, unlimited money, and just just attacking the citizenry based on no evidence, the violation of due process, just flat-out lies, There's a new movie out called Homestead. And the trailer just dropped in early January. And it looks like the most incredible, quote, apocalypse, post-apocalyptic film uh, and television series for 2024 coming out. This is really cool. From the studio that brought us Sound of Freedom. And after death, it's also the same studio that brought to you The Chosen, Angel Studios is now inviting us into the homestead. You say, well, I don't even know what it is, Sam. The story is based on the top-selling literary and television series, quote, Black Autumn, uh, by Jeff Kirkham and Jason Ross. And I guess um, it follows two families um, as they navigate the fall of the American Empire. It's a movie that will transition into a television series. Now, one of the families in the movie is super wealthy and prepared for the end. The other family belongs to a veteran hired to protect The wealthy family, amidst their conflict, and as the world grows increasingly violent, evidence mounts that God may have plans of his own. Anyway, it's a hope-filled apocalypse kind of a story. It's just riveting. Anyway, there you have it. God might have other plans, and I agree with that, too. God may have planned of his own, the description reads. Anyway, I find that fascinating. You know, it does feel like sometimes the world's about to come to an end, doesn't it? It just feels like, man, how could this get any worse? The wheels are just off. Um, I know that it feels that way, but I don't believe it is that way. I know things feel like apocalyptic and things feel like crazy. And you look at revelations and end times and where we are. And it's very easy to get snowed under believing that, oh, my gosh, all is lost. But I love the end of this movie uh, point, which is this. God has other plans. We know what the plans of God are. He loves his children. He wants us to succeed. And if we want to garner his blessings and protection, it would Do us well, ladies and gentlemen, to really double down and repent and keep his commandments. That is the solution indeed. All right. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. This is a special live edition for January the 6th. Our prayers are that we can have accountability and honesty and true due process. Let the innocent go free as we stand for God, family, and country peacefully. We declare this nation shall endure, lovingliberty.net. God save the republic.